0: Hi, I'm Wendy Zuckerman, and you're listening to Science Versus from Gimlet Media. This is the show where we pit facts against...
1: Oh. Ooh,
0: that's the satisfying sound of a back being cracked. Because on today's show, chiropractors. Millions of people have back and neck pain, and it's pretty hard to treat. There are drugs that can help, but they can have some pretty nasty side effects. People are desperately looking for other solutions, like going to the Cairo. In one large survey, almost a third of Americans suffering from neck and back pain had said that they went to one. And, of course, it's not just Americans seeing the Cairo for pain. Our senior producer, Caitlin Sorry, called up her parents, who are big fans of their Cairo.
2: Katie, how is New York going?
0: It's good.
1: So you're still riding your bike to work?
0: Yeah, I do. <gasps> Don't worry, I'm safe. Your mother is worried. Katie's mum is Chris and her dad is Bill. And the whole Sori family have been going to the Cairo for years. So Katie, tell us all about it.
3: Yeah, so my parents have been going to the Cairo for ages and I actually didn't know about this until we called them up to talk to them about it. But I was actually taken to the chiropractor as a newborn baby. Wait, why did they want to take you to the Cairo? Because my delivery, my birth was really rough. They had to really yank me out. And so the idea was that maybe my bones were misaligned so they wanted to take me to the chiropractor to see if it could help.
1: Yeah, because you had such a traumatic birth.
3: You know, like you had
2: huge marks around your face where the forceps grabbed your cheeks. So you you didn't look too terrific for the first few days because of that.
3: And mum says visiting the Cairo seemed to be good for me. I slept better. And so when my brothers were born, they were also taken off to the Cairo. And my parents still go for neck and back pain. Dad has smashed himself a fair bit
1: over the years. So I've fallen out of a tree. I've fallen off off a motorbike.
3: Yeah, Dad's been thrown off a motorbike. He's fallen off a ladder. So the Cairo makes him feel better. Same with Mum.
2: My muscles feel a lot more relaxed and my neck feels like it's not so grindy is the best way to describe it.
3: Wait, so do you remember going as a kid? Yeah, so the whole family, we went right up until I was 18, all five of us, every six weeks or so.
0: Okay, so I've never been to a Cairo. What do they actually do when you get in there?
3: Yeah, so the main thing that kairos do is this thing called spinal manipulation. So they're basically checking your spine, all the little segments in your spine, to see if anything's out of place, and then they're popping it back into place. And they can use a little tool or they can use their hands, but it's a quick thrust. It's not like a massage where you're kneading, kneading your back. It's like, pop back into place. Anyway, it was just a thing the whole family did.
1: And we'd skip out happy little Vegemites. <laughs> <laughs>
3: Happy little Vegemites coming out of the chiropractor's office. It's an Aussie thing. So is this thing that we did throughout my childhood total BS?
2: So tell us about the science. Come on.
3: (laughs) (laughs) Because
0: not everyone reckons that going to the Cairo will make you a happy little Vegemite. Some say that it's not real medicine and that the ideas behind chiropractic have no science behind them. They even say it could be dangerous. So today, we're asking, one, can chiros help your back and neck pain? Two, should you take your baby Katie to the Cairo? And three, what are the risks here? When it comes to chiropractors, there are lots of bones to crack. But then, there's science. That's Science versus Chiropractors, coming up. Do you know what's one of the most effective ways to reduce your environmental footprint? We'll give you a hint. It starts with your plate. That's right, adjusting your diet to eat less meat. Animal agriculture uses a tremendous amount of the world's natural resources, which is why Impossible Foods made delicious and environmentally friendly meat from plants, so you can eat more meat. Learn more about Impossible Foods by visiting impossiblefoods.com. See how you can make a difference by eating more meat from plants. That's I-M-P-O-S-S-I-B-L-E-F-O-O-D-S dot com. This episode is brought to you by Volvo Cars. Distractions happen. That's why the fully electric Volvo EX90 comes with a two-camera driver understanding system designed to prevent distractions and help you stay focused. With seven comfortable seats, a powerful electric range of up to 300 miles, and cutting-edge vision tech that can help prevent accidents, experience a new era of safety at Volvo Cars. Pre-order your Volvo EX90 today. Visit volvocars.com US to learn more.
4: This episode is brought to you by Indeed. We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring... The best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsor job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com science. Just go to Indeed.com science right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed.
0: Welcome back. Today, we've got a cracking episode for you. We're looking at whether chiropractic can help treat pain. And yeah, chiropractic. It sounds like an adjective, but it's actually a noun. It bothers us too, but moving on. So why did chiropractors think that they could help little baby Katie and everyone else in her family too? Well, we can trace it back to one guy in Iowa more than 100 years ago.
2: You are in Iowa And
0: to get this story, we spoke to chiropractic royalty.
5: Carl S. Cleveland III.
0: Yes, Carl comes from a long line of chiropractors.
5: My great-grandmother was a chiropractor. My grandfather and grandmother were chiropractors. And my mother and father were chiropractors as a child. I thought everybody grew up to be a chiropractor.
0: And he's the president of Cleveland University, Kansas City, which was founded as a chiropractic college. In fact, his family started it. And yes, we know it's confusing. Carl Cleveland lives in Kansas City, and this story about the birth of chiropractic is set in Iowa.
1: Okay,
0: so back to that one guy who started it all. His name was Dee Dee Palmer.
5: He was Canadian, appeared to be a uh, stocky man, had a full beard.
0: Dee Dee Palmer was a magnetic healer in the late 1800s so he thought he had a personal excess of magnetic energy that he could channel through his fingers to treat people. It was a thing back then. But something changed for D.D. Palmer, and soon he would switch from magnetic healing to backcracking. Here's basically how the legend goes. So, D.D. Palmer met this janitor who was hard of hearing, and he also had this hump on his back. And D.D. Palmer thought that he could help, so... He pushed the janitor's back with this big thrust. And a few days later, the guy came back with some very curious news.
5: Saying, Mr. Palmer, I hear the racket of the wagons in the street.
0: A new profession was born, and D.D. Palmer named it chiropractic, meaning in Greek, a practice done by hand.
5: And Palmer then thought he found a cure for deafness, put out a sign, uh, D.D. Palmer, healer of the deaf...
0: Soon, Didi shifted away from just curing deafness by manipulating spines. He now wanted to cure practically everything. And this brings us to the theory behind chiropractic. Basically, Didi Palmer started to think that the spine was the key to health. And here's what he thought was going on. Didi believed that there was energy flowing through
5: the spine to keep us healthy. He was a spiritual man, and he saw that when spinal joints didn't move right, that that in some way obstructed the flow of nerve energy uh, and life force through those nerves to the body parts.
0: That is, he reckoned that these kind of blockages in the spine, or what he called subluxations, could make you sick by interfering with that mystical energy. At other times, he said those subluxations tweaked people's nerves. Didi ultimately thought that 95% of diseases were the result of subluxations. And in fact, he wrote that it was unjust to blame germs for disease. And today, Dee Dee Palmer's term, subluxation, is still used by a lot of chiros. The word means slightly different things to different chiropractors. For Carl, a subluxation is basically a joint that doesn't move properly. And he thinks that it can sometimes lead to things like asthma and high blood pressure. And Carl reckons that people need to visit the chiro, not just when something's sore, but for regular checkups, kind of like how you go to the dentist.
5: I see chiropractic being viewed beyond back pain to more spinal hygiene. And that I will see people, as they often do today, once they understand the benefits of chiropractic care, uh, patients will come in for periodic maintenance assessment and maintenance adjustment.
0: Despite the mystical origins of chiropractic it's actually starting to get some real cred. So the main thing that kairos do is spinal manipulation. It was the thing that Katie told us about. And just this year, in the search for better ways to fight back pain, the American College of Physicians included spinal manipulation on their list of suggested treatments. And so this brings us to the question, how good is the evidence that kairos can help you with your pain? And specifically, let's look at neck and back pain. That's why most people go to the Cairo To get some answers, we called up Anita Gross, a physical therapist and researcher who specialises in neck pain at McMaster University in Canada. Hello, how are you? A couple of years ago, Anita and her team combed through almost 40 trials looking into whether spinal manipulation, that thing that Cairos do, could actually help with neck pain. And a lot of what she found were kind of crappy trials. For example, many of them were small, often involving no more than 30 people. And by the way, in science, you don't officially call these studies crappy. Instead, you call them low quality. Low
6: quality actually is not the worst. The worst is very low quality. Oh. <laughs> so low quality, believe it or not, has a little bit of
0: hope in it. And she did find some hope. Anita found that for people who had multiple sessions with a Cairo, well, they actually did tend to have less pain in their neck. And one of the studies she looked at even compared spinal manipulation to conventional medication, like taking anti-inflammatory drugs, muscle relaxants, and even opioids. And it ultimately found that going to the chiro turned out to be more helpful than drugs. That is, after a year, the people going to the chiropractor had less pain than those who were on the meds. Now, we do need more data here to see if this holds up, but for now, it sounds pretty impressive. So the studies are showing that spinal manipulation actually does help. It's valuable, yeah. So those studies were in neck pain, and while Anita didn't specifically look at back pain, the research here seems to be pretty similar. So again, we don't have great studies, but what we do have suggests that spinal manipulation can help with back pain. And when patients walk through Anita's door, sometimes she gives spinal manipulation a go.
6: So it's something that I use clinically in my own practice.
0: Since you do the, the these big reviews and you find that there's low-quality evidence that it helps, how come you give it to your patients? To do
6: nothing with your patients isn't of any value either. You're getting them better in their everyday life, their function and being able to actually do their
0: activities. Ultimately, Anita says that mainstream medicine doesn't have a lot of great options for treating this kind of pain. So spinal manipulation is sometimes useful. And Anita did point out that she typically doesn't use spinal manipulation on its own. She likes to combine it with these exercises that can help people get stronger and move their bodies better. Conclusion. Although the studies are pretty crappy, aka low quality, there is some evidence that going to a chiropractor for spinal manipulation can help people with back and neck pain. So, going to the Cairo might help you with pain along your spine. But some chiros reckon that it should be used for way more than that. And one of the most controversial claims is that even kids should go to the chiropractor. The American Chiropractic Association openly encourages this. And according to the National Institutes of Health, chiropractic is one of the most common forms of non-traditional medicine used in kids. Which, of course, takes us back to little baby Katie, getting her tiny little spine aligned. Can you describe
3: how they did it? Like what was, what was actually happening?
2: Kind of just massage your head and then they, they would just lift you up by your ankles and really? just swing you. But just really gently, really, really gently, and then just lay you back down again.
3: I'm so nervous for me in retrospect. <laughs>
2: They recommended I did that every day, which I did for about three months, I think.
3: And then why did you stop at three months? Because
2: you're getting a bit heavy. And I was like, hmm, this is not good.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so we couldn't find any studies on newborns and chiros. But several years ago, the UK General Chiropractic Council, an independent body set up to regulate chiros in the UK, put out this big report and ultimately concluded that there wasn't any good evidence that you should take your kid to the Cairo. But that doesn't seem to bother our chiropractic royalty, Carl Cleveland III, who comes from a long line of kairos. He believes there is a role for chiropractic for kids.
5: The birth process typically is a, a bit traumatic. Children have pain... Um, Children have injuries, they have trauma, they fall off of bicycles and out of trees.
0: But if there's limited evidence that chiropractic can help, why would you take your child to a
5: chiropractor? Because those patients respond to care. And I think it's a matter of time before we have formal evidence. But from a practical standpoint, where the the satisfied patient that sees the child that uh, is pain-free, that's improvement. It's just a period of time before those studies, in my opinion, that those studies uh, will be completed.
0: So it's also possible that in the future, as we do clinical trials, those trials will show that it, it doesn't help.
5: That's a possibility. This is an area where we require additional research.
0: Conclusion. Hoping for evidence is not the same as having evidence. And right now, there is no good research showing that taking your kids to the Cairo will help them grow into happy little Vegemites. Happy little Vegemites. We spoke to Katie's parents about it. Do you want the science on the kids? Do you want to know that? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it pretty much, there's pretty much no good science that it works for anything when it comes
3: to
1: kids. Yeah, we got sucked well, in. Um, yeah. Um,
2: yeah.
3: Wait, what um, did your dad just say? He said they got sucked in. They just trusted the chiropractor. Back in the day, everyone was
2: going. So, like, everyone was the same sort of thing. So we didn't question as much. It feels a little bit like you're sort of sucked into this vortex almost of um, believing everything they say. After the break, we go further into the Vortex.
0: Do you know what's one of the most effective ways to reduce your environmental footprint? We'll give you a hint. It starts with your plate. That's right, adjusting your diet to eat less meat. Animal agriculture uses a tremendous amount of the world's natural resources, which is why Impossible Foods made delicious and environmentally friendly meat from plants. So you can eat more meat. Learn more about Impossible Foods by visiting impossiblefoods.com. See how you can make a difference by eating more meat from plants. That's I-M-P-O-S-S-I-B-L-E-F-O-O-D-S dot
4: com. Just go to indeed.com slash science right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. This episode is brought to you by State Farm.
0: Welcome back. So today we're talking about chiropractors and this thing they do called spinal manipulation. And we just heard that it may help with back and neck pain, but there's no good science behind taking kids to the Cairo. Now we're going to dive right into the core beliefs of chiropractic to see if the idea of spinal manipulation holds up. Now, a lot of people might have heard about a spine being out of alignment or misaligned, and that's why you go to the Cairo. But what exactly is a misaligned spine? Well, to understand that, we have to go back to old Iowa.
5: Digh away. Didi
0: Palmer, the guy who came up with chiropractic, thought that a lot of our health issues could be traced back to a misaligned spine. And the thing that was making your spine misaligned was what he called subluxations. Now, at one point, he thought these subluxations could block a mystical force that flowed through the spine, causing disease. Now, that's clearly not science. But Dee also had this theory that's shifted a little but has basically stuck around today. And that is that subluxations are bones out of place or some say stiff joints that then squish against our nerves in some way, making us sick. And this could lead to things like asthma or high blood pressure. And now, not every chiro thinks this way anymore, But a lot of them still do. A study of several hundred Canadian kairos found that almost one in five thought fixing a subluxation was the key to health.
1: The science behind it is not likely to come because the science behind it is simply not there. The belief system is entirely contrary to our knowledge of physics and chemistry and biology.
0: That's Marcello Costa. He's originally from Italy, but is a professor of neurophysiology at Flinders University in Australia. And he says that there is no good evidence that problems with your spine are to blame for many of the diseases that some chiros claim to fix. So take asthma, for example. Now, we don't know exactly what causes asthma. It's been linked to genetics and immune reactions. But here's the important thing we don't have any good evidence that manipulating the spine can have any effect on asthma.
1: There's no basis whatsoever that it can cure asthma. Uh, 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 That's a complete nonsense. There's no, not only there's no evidence uh, that one can believe, but there's no reason whatsoever to assume that manipulating the spine will help the asthma of a young child. And uh, so in the sense, it's a complete uh, bongos, it's a complete nonsense.
0: And maybe this asthma thing is low-hanging fruit. Like, it kind of seems obvious that it's a bit bonkers. But Marcello says that even if you just zoom out to this idea that a back could be misaligned and afflicted with subluxations, well, he says that even that concept is spineless.
1: And the subluxations simply do not exist uh, physically.
0: They don't exist at all?
1: They don't exist at all. Is simply just telling you a complete fib. The fact that some of them believe this is even more worrying.
0: And some of them actually don't believe it, and they want to ditch this idea of subluxations altogether. Several papers have now been written by Kairos acknowledging that there is no good evidence behind subluxation. One paper called it an untested hypothesis and said that it was like, quote, an albatross around our collective necks, end quote. Now, Marcello says that there are clear-cut medical conditions that affect your spine, like a slip disc. That's where the jelly-like stuff in between the bones of your spine push against the nerves, and this can hurt. But that's often not what Kairos are talking about when they talk about misalignments or subluxations. And Marcello says that if you do have these conditions...
1: You do really need a proper doctor and not a, a pseudo-doctor.
0: And if Marcello sounds particularly narky, it's because he hates that kairos have this veneer of legitimacy around them. Like, they call themselves doctors, even though they don't have a medical degree. And so, here's a kind of fun fact about chiropractors. A survey of more than a thousand kairos found that one in four of them agreed with this statement. Quote, there is a lack of evidence from clinical trials to support most of the treatments I use in my practice. Yeah, one in four thought that. But still, there is evidence that going to a Cairo might help you with back and neck pain. But if chiros aren't fixing subluxations, then what are they doing to help with your pain? Well scientists aren't quite sure how spinal manipulation works. Research into this very question says that it could be that that sharp thrust triggers a chain of events that might block pain receptors, or it could reduce muscle tension or stiffness. And then there's another explanation, that it's not to do with pain receptors or stiffness but actually it's just about someone taking care of you and from that you're expecting to feel better. It's that thing we call the placebo effect. We put this to Bill and Chris, Katie's parents. Would it matter to you if it was placebo and it wasn't sort of aligning your back and, you know, whatever they say it might be?
2: Um, No. No, we'd still go. Why? Why? Because it helps. Uh, The pain, you know, It's all about whether it feels good for you.
0: Fair point. If it's making people feel better, what's the problem here? Well, there are some risks. Anita Gross, the physical therapist from the beginning of the show, talked to us about these. When she was doing her big assessment of the evidence out there on kairos and neck pain, she also looked at the risks here. Because getting a spinal manipulation, particularly the kind that twists and cracks your neck, does seem kind of scary. So, Anita found that sometimes people said that their neck pain actually got worse after a spinal manipulation and other people would get headaches, nausea, or even dizziness. Here's Anita. The manipulation happens so quickly,
6: then ah, you got that dizziness.
0: Now, we don't know how often this happens because many studies actually don't record the side effects. But either way, those things tend to go away on their own. Now, very rarely there are more serious problems that can happen. Bones can fracture. And a twist or a push on the neck can actually dislodge a blood clot or even cause a small tear in the artery. And there are cases where people have actually died. May was
4: seeking treatment for what she said was just a pinched nerve. And less than a week later, she was dead.
0: Last year, Katie May, a 34-year-old model, died soon after going to the Cairo, and her family blamed the treatment. Now, we weren't talking about Katie May specifically, but Anita told us that this is really rare. But these kinds of cases can happen.
6: Yeah, a young person Uh, Between the age of 20 and uh, 40-something goes, gets their neck manipulated, and then they die. Like, we've had a few cases like that. Oh, my gosh. What are they dying of? From um, aneurysms or the uh, vascular system just being torn in the neck, and then they get uh, bleeds into the the head.
0: So what are the chances that this will happen to you if you go to the Cairo? Well, scientists actually don't know. Some say that one out of every few million manipulations could lead to a death. Others say it's more common, and some even question whether chiropractors caused these deaths or something else did. Conclusion. While serious injuries from chiropractic are rare, they do happen. And less serious issues like pain or stiffness tend to get better on their own. So when it comes to science versus chiropractors, does it stack up like a nice, healthy spine? Well, for people with back or neck pain, the research shows that getting a spinal adjustment from a chiropractor might help. But we don't really know why. As for taking your kids to the Cairo, there's no good evidence that it will help them. And what about the whole point of cairo that our spines need to be aligned for our overall health, that subluxation thing? Well, there's no good evidence that it's real. And finally, this isn't a totally risk-free option. Very rare, but very serious consequences can occur from spinal manipulation. Even death. But of course, pretty much everything that people do with their bodies carries some risk, and sometimes those risks are worth taking if people are getting a real benefit. But for a lot of things that some kairos are saying they do, there's just no good evidence that it will help. Some of those claims are based on their belief that the evidence will come, rather than the science that we have now. Bill sorry, Katie's dad, sees it this way.
1: It's a bit like religion. you got to filter out the bull <laughs> I reckon. <laughs> Wait, what did your dad just say?
3: He said, chiropractors are a bit like religion. You've got to filter out the bull Bill's sorry. I know. He's so sassy. <laughs>
0: <laughs> That's science versus chiropractors. We
6: all adore our vision, my head.
0: This episode has been produced by Rose Rimler, me, Wendy Zuckerman, with help from Shruti Ravindran and Heather Rogers. Our senior producer is Caitlin Sori. We're edited by Blythe Terrell. Fact checking by Michelle Harris. Sound design by Martin Peralta and Bobby Lord. Music written by Bobby Lord. For this episode, we also spoke to Dr. Richard Deo, Professor Tim Mertz, Professor Gregory Whitcomb, Dr. Adam Chifu and Julie Knack. Thank you for your insights. An extra big thanks to Rachel Ward, Emma Morgenstern, Christina Sullivan, Jasmine Romero and Phoebe Flanagan, as well as Alex Ward, Russell Gregg, Fiona Crawl and Judy Adair. Also a shout out to the Sorries. Thank you, Bill and Chris. By the way, Gimlet's doing a holiday pop-up shop selling t-shirts and stickers. So show your support for our show by getting your very own Science versus T-shirt. It'll be fun for those Christmas dinners. Links are in the show notes. Check it out at sciencevs.show slash shirt. Next week is our last show for the season, and we're looking at obesity. Who's to blame for making us fat? So I take the stool. Um, It goes literally into a blender, just like you're imagining a regular blender. There's a lot of chunks. Like corn. Is that what we're talking about? Corn? Corn? I'm Wendy Zuckerman.
2: Back to you next time. It's a new bike. It's a good
3: one.
4: <laughs>
2: it's got two brakes on it. Oh, okay.
4: okay, that has
2: nothing to do with cars are t- are colliding with you, though, Caitlin.
3: It doesn't matter the bike you have. It means I can stop more quickly. <laughs> what about your helmet? Yep, new helmet. Okay, we've got to go. We'll let you go. Okay. <laughs> all
5: okay. Right. No. Love okay. You. Nice
2: job with you all. No.